like, am I just creating a problem here? Yeah, there's no problem. I do that all the time. There's like, no problem at all. Problem? Yeah. Right? Like, you know that? Oftentimes that we are our own problem. We get in our own way. Welcome to the Unprofessional Opinion Podcast, where we share our life experiences and offer advice for tackling life's many questions. I'm Heather. And I'm Morgan. And we are, well, not professionals. And if you are new to us this season uh, and you've been following along, we've been diving into questions that you know either we've been asked or questions that we have maybe ourselves about different relationships. We're calling them ships, the ship season. So it could be friendships, you know, partnerships, colleagueships, kinship, you name it. Uh, So actually, in the last episode of Unprofessional Opinion, we talked about the dating game. What is it? What are the rules? Is it even a thing? Uh, So Morgan and I had a really fun time talking about that. But in this episode, we also are talking about partnerships, but specifically, uh, how do you limit external expectations and comparisons in relationships? Yeah, I'm excited about this one. And I feel like, Heather, you have a lot of potential insight to bring into this question. And I'm curious too. So yeah. I know like last time we we spoke, it was the dating game and you have yep. kind of recently entered into a new partnership, which is very exciting. Yeah. So like just quick update, like how did the dating game play into like the beginning <sighs> of that relationship? Did oh my it gosh. or did it not? It was, I, I feel like the game got thrown in my face because all the roles that I had made up in my head or I had learned from past experiences, throw the rule book out the window of the third floor. I felt like <laughs> I, specific. yeah, that's how I'm envisioning it. No, I, I, it's so funny. I feel like I, you know, have this game in my head of this push and pull and this mystery. And is he going to text me? And really, if it, you know, if it feels right and you feel happy, it, you shouldn't have that intense of a mystery. It shouldn't be like a mystery man. I don't know. It should just should be easy and happy. And at least for now it is, and it's awesome. And uh, it's just really funny because you think you know until you're actually in a situation. And anyway, that re- that episode was just so top of mind. It was just so recent. And this was also yeah. very recent. So I'm able to like take a step back and reflect. But um, yeah, I feel like there, I definitely, you think you know it all, but you don't. So that's kind of where. That just, that's just life, at. right? So much of that I can relate with. But isn't it so funny? I was talking to someone the other day about um actually the the guy that I'm dating who we're calling Spud. Spud. Um <laughs> Air Spud. Air Spud. Uh about, you know, kids are kids, clearly, but when you're <laughs> okay. Are we talking about like a 10-year-old or like maybe what age group are we, <laughs> are we when in you, with these kids? But adults are just older versions of kids. Okay, got it. Yeah. That's what that's, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I got to finish the full piece. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I've really cut you off. There. No, but no, no, you're totally fine. But that's, it's just, we, you think that, you know, someone in their 10 years older than you, 15, 20, they know it all and they're adults. Mm-hmm. But like, we just are all adult children and we don't know and nobody knows what they're doing and we're just figuring it out. Anyway, we were talking about that yesterday because I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just a very, funny thing and super interesting too but it yeah. relates back to dating because you just think everyone married couples have it figured out someone right. in a long-term relationship has it figured out but really nobody does they're just figuring it out on their own so you yeah. have your rule book but throw it out the door because it it might change you know once you're actually there yeah I think it's like 
just be open to like add to it or change it, revise, yeah. whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, I mean, at like, what is adulthood? Like at what point are you like, oh, I'm an adult? Like, no, I don't feel like an adult. I don't feel, out. yeah, I can hardly take care of myself and my dog Cooper. That is not true, but okay. I hear where you're coming from. Um, but Hey, we just finished the holidays. Happy new yeah. year, everyone. Yeah. Happy 2024. Morgan, how was your holidays and new year's? I know we've caught up a little bit before this, but <laughs> it was great with family. It sounds like, and yeah, bringing to the new year. Super low key, fun time with family. Um, a lot of just hanging out, relaxing. Uh, I have some little nieces and nephews. Well, nephews and one niece, but um, it's always so much fun with them just because okay. like, it's like a different experience, right? Like they get jazzed up about it all and it's just so fun. Um, and I always love seeing of like, what's like the random obscure gift that's going to like really reel them in because it's never what you expect right like they get never the most expensive yeah it could be like a thing of tape and they're like oh my gosh this is so cool you know really this year this year one of my nephews he's really into Groot like from Guardians of the Galaxy he got a Groot Chia pet and he was just beside himself with excitement pets have been around whatever they've done to stay alive in the market because they were a thing when, when I I've never owned a Chia pet have you? I mean, I haven't either, well, but again, what's not to like? I, I wish I had. I get it. Yeah. But they've been around for years. Like, yeah. I, I mean, good for them. Shout out to Chia Pet. <laughs> Shout out to Chia Pet. Uh, how was your <laughs> holiday season? It was awesome. You know, it's it's good to just completely unplug from work and from just your busy day to day. So it was nice. Just went back home, hung out with my mom, saw family and friends. So it was. it's a good just relaxing time. And then you kind of get to the point where you're kind of want that routine. I would be sleeping in. I feel like once you go back home and you sleep in your childhood bed, you just take on the role of 17, eight-year-old Heather. And it's like, time like I just become extremely lazy and I can't do anything. I'm not helpful. Uh, I try yeah. to be, but you know, it's so funny. So it's good to kind of just get back into your routine after that. But I uh, know it's been a good, it's been a good new year. And I know you've moved, you've got a yeah. New background back new, there. Tell new us background. About new space. Yeah, I call it my tiny kingdom. Uh, just like a little, little new apartment back in kind of the heart of Atlanta where I like to be. Love yeah. the area. Um, so yeah, I'm still definitely like there are out of view of the camera, of course, there are like just boxes and weird things everywhere, just a little chaotic. Uh so you, it cool. looks good though. It really does. Thanks. Um, yeah, there's part of it is put together but yeah it's coming together and I think um it's been like I said it's my tiny kingdom like it's small but what's been great about that is like I've been like a pretty minimalistic person I would say for like the past couple of years of like really trying to be like okay what do I need what do I not need um but this has shown me one I was not as minimal as I thought I was, but two has been helpful in like kind of reevaluating some of the stuff I have to be like, okay, do I need this? Do I not? Like, right. What's the purpose of this? Um, and the reason being is your space is under 300 square feet. Yeah. She's small, she but I like is that. So small. I'm so small. a cozy gal who doesn't need a lot. It's really space. cute for a 300 square foot space. You've decorated it. it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'm I can't a- wait to visit it's not for everyone. I would, I would say that like, yeah. definitely I get that, but for me, it's great. Yeah. I'm jazzed. <laughs> but I'm really also jazzed. I'm really just going in on the, 
theater theme today. Um, I'm excited to get into our, woo. Um, I'm really excited to get into our question because I think comparison has come up in previous episodes, but you know, and we've talked about how difficult and all of that is, but I think getting into it, especially in the realm of partnerships is just so, Mm -hmm. it's so important to talk about and reflect on. So I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes, shall we? Let's do it. Let's serve up your a plate. So you're like just potatoes for me. <laughs> oh yeah, give me some, give me some potatoes, some mushroom gravy. Let's get wild. Oh goodness, Ooh. you are. Oh mushroom gravy. I've done yeah. that actually. No, it's delicious. Mushrooms just kind of throw me. You know, I don't know okay. if I love them. Well, that's fair. Anyway. I'm a big, anyway. I'm a big shroom gal. <laughs> You're what a shroom gal? Yeah, I love love a good mushroom. Yeah, they they are good at times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into <laughs> back to the meat and potatoes. Back um, to it. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about you know expectations, comparisons when you're in a relationship. I think it could yeah. also you can look at a different lens of you know if you're single too, just comparing yourself to maybe other singles or those in relationships. But totally. yeah, curious. You know based off this question and us preparing for this, what your initial thoughts are. So how do we limit external expectations and comparisons in partnerships? Yeah, I I think a big thing, and and maybe this is more just so for me, like when I think about comparison in all areas, and yep. I like full kind of disclosure, like I'm not great at this. This is something that's like a continual like trying to improve on and get better. And I think something that has recently been helping me with just like trying to stop myself in my track when it comes to comparison is being more aware of my automatic thoughts and like what is coming into my head. Cause I think a lot of times like you sit on autopilot, like you're just like, you know, that moment when you're, you're driving home and then you're home and you don't really remember like the process of driving to get there. Is that, have you ever had that happen? I think it's called highway hypnosis. Okay, sure. I mean, that happens all the time. I'm like, I thank God I got here safely. I don't remember driving. Right. But I think, I think like that has like happened sometimes in my mind where I'm just like, I'll be thinking about something and then like my awareness will come back to my thoughts and I'll be like, how in the world did I get from that point all the way into this weird spiral of a place where it's just like, it's just not helpful. Like I don't, like it doesn't do anything for you. And then I think like the longer I focus on some of those right irrational thoughts or thoughts that are just like, Morgan, you are catastrophizing that. Like they're just not serving you. Well, yeah. And like the longer I sit in it, the more I start to like believe it. And then it, that kind of starts to like spread into like the actual life that you live. Right. Right. Where you're starting to make decisions based off of those assumptions or opinions or thoughts that are coming up that are just not real. And I think being aware has helped me to realize when I am comparing myself to someone else's else's situation, whether that's like their relationship in this case or or like the multitude of other things that you can compare about. But I think, yeah, being aware of thoughts has been helpful for me recently. What about for you? Like, how do you kind of like catch yourself on this? I totally agree. I wrote down three things that I kind of thought about when it comes to this. And then I kind of have a a why, why I think about it this way, but uh, at least how do you limit it? 
one of my three is mindset. Exactly yeah. what you said in perspective. And it's also who you hang around with. If you're around people that maybe compare themselves or talk down on themselves mm. or others, you probably, maybe you don't now, but maybe you will because those are the people you're choosing to surround yourself with. Yeah. I think that has to do with it. But yeah, mindset and perspective. I mean, it's, you could be in a terrible season of life right now and be so joyful or just be so thankful. And it's all on your perspective. And uh, you could be just so envious of somebody's, they just were able to have a child or they're married or someone, one of your best single girlfriends just got in a relationship. You could be so jealous and envious and that could harm your relationship within mm-hmm. the long term or just in the immediate, but it's your perspective to that. If you're able to look at that from not an envious jealous, like a, you know, a comparison's okay. I think you definitely need to evaluate, but not from that kind of bad perspective. It's, it, I don't know. It, it, it just makes everything so much more enjoyable. You can be truly happy for them. So it's yeah. a full mindset shift and it's kind of, you know, you've got your, you, I feel like there's two sides of your brain. I mean, there's left and right. Right. But I'm kind of thinking of, you've got your little subconscious brain and then you have the other one that tells yourself, okay, that's not true or that's a lie. Uh, so you're like, oh, I'm not happy for my friend or I'm jealous. Well, your other brains or your other like piece your of your consciousness. Brain, yeah, your yeah, consciousness. It's telling you that's not true. Like I'm I'm genuinely happy for them. I wish hope for that happens for me. But yeah, just all your perspective shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if you're a bad season of life, if you are, shift your perspective and be thankful and do all the things you need to do to put yourself in the right environment, then you know you can physically shift your perspective that way. So anyway, long-winded answer to say that's one of them. Uh, and I think another way to limit it is get off social media. If you are constantly someone that compares yourself to others, social media, when I'm thinking I, one is like Instagram is probably yeah. what my mind goes to because you can see everybody's life. I think or what they not, want you to see of their life, right? Like it's not the real picture. Very true. It's, Sometimes it's, people are very open on it, but exactly. And there's filters like, too. So, I mean, yeah. like I've got a, I like creator of pimples like at random times. And I mean, maybe I'm going to post a picture and I don't have all these pimples. I don't know. You can definitely, it's a filter of life. And you, if you're comparing yourself to people on social media or people, maybe just like blockers that you like, and literally you don't even know them. You have no idea what's going on in the back of, of their world. So how can you compare yourself to them or all their trips and stuff? So yeah, I think getting off social media, maybe just for a little bit would be helpful to limit your, need to compare yourself to others that way it just out of sight out of mind uh and then third i think just like self-evaluating on how you feel if you are i don't know maybe yeah your friend just got married and you're in a relationship with a guy for four years and you're you know looking at your left hand every day like i wonder i wonder when uh you know think talk about like just feel i don't know have these feelings think about yourself are am i happy in this relationship and just don't worry about other people. Just focus yeah. on your internal self and just not about others. So, I mean, that was at least the the three that I was thinking about for that question. So, I think, I think those make a lot of sense. I, I think they're all very helpful, especially, yeah, the, the reflecting piece of like, okay, so you're feeling this way, but like maybe dig a little bit deeper. Like what's the reason or like, can you find the root of what that is? Because like you said, maybe it's, there's something in your relationship that, you know, you're not super happy about, but you're kind of avoiding because you don't want to, whatever the outcome would be of that realization. But also I think something that's really 
can get tricky with comparison is, especially with relationships, right? Because like everyone needs to some extent, like something different, like the relationship that might like be really great for you might not be super great for me and like fulfill what I need or what I'm looking for. And so like trying to like put yourself in this mindset of like, okay, do I have what does my relationship look like what their relationship looks like? I think sometimes, sometimes can be helpful to like help you self-identify what's working and what's not working. But more often than not, it can also be like, am I just creating a problem here? Yeah, there's no problem. I do that all the time. There's like, no problem. Am I the problem? Yeah. Right? Like, you know that. Oftentimes that we is. are our own problem. We get in our own way. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I have like kind of mixed, I guess a mixed thought on this question of like, yeah, like comparison, the overarching of it, not good. But yeah. like, I guess if you're using it as a point of self-reflection, I don't know, maybe it could be helpful in, in some cases, yeah. but like if yeah, you're I mean, letting it like dictate your life of like, I must have this relationship look like X, Y, Z yeah. because so-and-so's does. Yeah. Well, Harry, do you, get out of there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious on your why, um, or maybe it, is that the question? Why? Like I'm trying to think of maybe, like yeah. why or why or how my expectations were even set in the first place too. And yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know if you've like asked yourself that question, but for me, I like my starting point is other people probably I know social media, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's just so readily available. People pick up their phone hundreds of times a day. It's wild. Uh, But another thing is at least growing up, it was movies and shows. Like, I mean, The Notebook, who doesn't love The Notebook? It's a right. crazy romance. And you're comparing yourself to, you know, uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling in The Notebook. And he's going to run after you. And he's, you know, I don't know. I it's so all of you forever. forever. <laughs> Whatever that like, is. You, so, I mean, you <laughs> think. God, I'm crying. <laughs> I mean, if you maybe haven't been in a long-term relationship, you probably are thinking it's something like that. And then there's a million other movies you could think of that are these rom-com classic ones. But Mm -hmm. that's at least where my first expectations on partnerships and a relationship with a significant other came from, was movies before social media. I mean, my first, yeah, Instagram, at least for me, didn't come out, I'm sure you, until... I don't know if it was like after high school or like mid-high school. Freshman year of college is when I first heard about like... Oh, you're not on Instagram? It's new. You should get on type of thing. You should check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I know I had a... No, in high school, actually, there was like a whole fiasco. That's what... Yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, Yeah. I remember I made an Instagram post, a selfie, very close up. Like the whole whole box was my face. (laughs) And it was back when I was a freshman in high school. And I didn't know who could see it. A freshman in high school, you did that? Yes, I got it. I found Ooh. it early. And I didn't you know found it early, early adopter. What friends, uh, like, I, it was so funny. <laughs> so when it, like, revived or when it finally became popular, like, <laughs> was a year of high school or college, I deleted it immediately, knowing. You're like, I'm out of here. Just, this is out of here. We've got to burn this photo. Uh, but anyway, no, before that, it was movies. And so, like, one yeah. of my favorite movies, too, is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Classic. Talk about a dating game. That's where my game oh, started yeah. to come. I mean, just <laughs> boy with them. I, I, so, I mean, it's so funny. But it's a, it's the love story of the guy does something wrong to mess up. The girl gets upset, but still loves him for it. Maybe she tells her friends and family, and they're kind of upset too. And then you know they're meant to fall in love at the end of the day. Like that's just how I thought partnerships 
happened or mm-hmm. just, I don't know how an argument happens, whatever, but yeah. it happens all the time. So that's where my comparison, my expectation came from is to that. And again, like I said, social media kind of came into play and your relationships that you have with people later in life too. But have you ever thought about your why, why you have these expectations, like where they started? Yeah. Oh my gosh, definitely. I think 100% in the same boat with like the movies and social media. But I also think too, for me, it was like watching relationships around me or like listening to how people in my life talked about relationships and like not any, I guess, explicit expectations, but just like the unsaid of knowing of like, oh, like you should like meet someone this way and then the relationship should look like this. And um, if they don't meet these 10 qualities, then like, you know, which is like, honestly, it's going to fit all those qualities. Like the whole thing of like making that, I don't know. You have have a good point because I know girls and I've done this before, write down a list on their like notes on their phone about Uh what they're looking for in a guy. Especially yeah. after a breakup, because you're like, I don't want to sure. go through this again. I want to remember what was what I liked and didn't like. And if you're using that as like a checkbox, you're setting yourself up for potential failure. I mean, not no one's perfect. No one can check yeah. out one of your boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I just was thinking. No, of that. yeah, no. I think I'm glad you shared that. I think for me, yeah, I've fallen into that before, especially like when you're like young and in high school and like you know right. whatever. Um, but I do think looking back, like that was very limiting of a mindset for me because to your point, no one's going to fit all of those, those character traits. Right. I think what I have like kind of learned and been thinking about more recently is like, how do I want to like feel within the relationship? Like, do Mm -hmm. I, like, I want to feel, I want to feel seen by someone. Right. I want to feel like they're like, I'm heard, like they're listening to what I'm saying and like valuing what I'm saying and that I can do the same for them and like make them feel that way. But at the end of the day, like that doesn't have really anything to do with like their exact quality, like personality. I mean, there's obviously like personalities that you like jive with a bit more like that. You just kind of feel more of a connection with. But I think, yeah, like the unspoken, gosh, I don't even know how to call it. Like not relationship rules, but like expectations of people in your life when you're growing up. And And that can be anyone that can be like people who are close to you, but like people who are like more adjacent to you who you just like look at and you're like, Oh, like I kind of admire them and I want to be like that. So like, that's what I have the box I have to put myself into. Um, So that's not like pinning it all on like, you know, one group of people in your life when you're younger. But I do think like there's definitely who you're exposed to that, who you see. Yeah. Like anything else, like your socialization when you're younger. So I think that has also played an impact on kind of the comparison of like what you think it should of relationships should look like. Oh, or should yeah. I mean, your parents are like a perfect example. I'm not saying your parents, but like parents, <laughs> yeah, general. parents in general. Yeah. I mean, I consider, I mean, it's, it's so easy to be like when you get in a relationship with someone to compare it to how your dad treated your mom, how your mom mm-hmm. treated your dad and expect whether that was good or bad. You're, that's just kind of what you see. I mean, you were raised in this household or whatever household you were raised in, in that relationship with those individuals, mm-hmm. you just subconsciously kind of take that on as expectations or comparison. Again, it could be in a positive way or possibly a negative way, but uh, it's just really interesting how your environment can really impact that, what you consume for, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that be Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I'm sure there's others out there that are, that I don't know about, but Gen Z is discovering. So thank you guys. Uh, 
books. Like, yeah. I, I freaking love. I'm trying to be a war reader. Yeah, I. I I've like talked about this before. Have we talked yeah. about Brian Prejudice before on this podcast, or was it just Very like us talking in life? Very briefly. I mean, that book didn't set me up well. Freaking love that book, but yeah. like. It's a bit like that's not real. <laughs> so true. When I was talking about like movies, I should have put Pride and Prejudice up there too. I, love that movie. I mean, I just watched it for the first time. When was it? When I was in Atlanta? <laughs> Summer? No, fall. Fall. This fall. Watching it. So, so I'm glad we got through it. So here, let me just paint the picture. Let's it's paint the picture. An avid fan of Pride and Prejudice, like wrote a massive paper about it in high school. Like have seen the movie too many times watching it with heather and our other friend for the very first time they know no backstory we're snuggled up in her bed and we're just all cozy but here's the thing you're talking three hours long you're talking through (laughs) the beginning part of the movie we're setting the entire foundation hang on let me let me just get this out all right all right i'm going on the defense and it was not just you it wasn't just you but I also reflected on myself of like, Morgan, you need to let go, girly. Like, it is not that big of a deal. You pause the movie, you explain. Morgan's like, shh, I've seen this five times. But like, go back, go back, well, no, rewind. It was because I knew like valuable points were being missing that would not set up the the magic of the middle and ending of the movie. I'm glad for your shushes because it did give context to the movie. And we once we and I'm glad you guys understand. I wanted to. I didn't know if our other friend would, but <laughs> did. Well, because if you don't catch, like yeah. I said, if you don't catch that beginning piece, you're not going to understand the rest of the movie. Right. Or are you going to feel invested in the right. love story? You know. So I'm thankful too that you guys put up with me, kind of being a bit of a jerk. And you were not a jerk at all. You were just you were just getting us in line because we were not paying attention at all. Oh man, but yeah, there's just I so many questions into the movie. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, I no, all good. Um, thanks for going on that little prime prejudice journey with me for a moment. But yeah, I think like my biggest takeaway from what you have said today has been like the importance of reflecting on the feelings of comparison and like trying right. to identify like where is that coming from and is it like what do I do about it? Do I do anything about it? Is it, or is it pointing to something deeper? Is it something that's an irrational thought? But like, if you're not at least sitting and reflecting on where that's coming from, that that's when I think some of the issues bubble up. So I'm so glad that you yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. And then, I mean, once it's, we're all human, it's a journey. It's not like you can yeah. quickly just say, I don't want to compare myself to anybody. I do that personally all the time and more than I would like to admit, honestly. Mm-hmm. And but what I've realized is the less I compare and the less I expect someone to meet where I'm asking them to meet or whatever, whatever that is expectation I have, I feel more content and more happy. And it's, it's coming. Yeah. It's just getting, getting past yourself, you know? I, yeah. Like you said, your mindset is that we're, we're our own worst enemy at times and we're, we're filling our, our minds and just our space with sometimes negativity and comparison. And really we're, we have less room for happiness and contentment with whatever season of life that we're in. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, single and you're, again, your single friend just got engaged or just had a, a boyfriend. It's, you know, you, if you're going to be worried about this person's life and wanting to compare yourself with that person so much, you're going to miss out on your single time. Ooh, what I if like that what Boom. has been is coming in six months? I don't know. 
you're going to miss out on those last six months of singleness. And this could go for, uh, you know, an engaged couple getting married, a married couple having kids, uh, the older, you know, kids, then moving off to college. There's every season of life that you're in, you will miss out if you are not staying present, feet on the ground. And, you know, and if you're comparing yourself to others as well. So I just thought I would, would add that in there too. And I'm sure you could attest to, you know, just the feeling of, once you don't compare and just once you kind of just let it off, it just, you just feel good. You just feel more yourself. Yeah. Because you're, you're living your life. You're not yeah. trying to like examine the lives of others to then make your life look like theirs because your life isn't supposed to look like theirs. Your life is supposed to look like uniquely like your own. And I think yeah. the one thing that came to mind when you were all saying, when you were saying all of that too, is I have found it helpful to have friends like you and our other very close friends who you can like chat it through with to be like, okay, am I like, am I comparing myself? Am I doing this? Like I need someone to like help pull me out. So I think mm-hmm. finding people who can be in that with you and kind of rationalize things and talk through things is also really helpful. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, if we were to kind of sum this up, I know you mentioned mindset. What would be just if if people, if maybe they just heard this piece of the podcast, what would be kind of the main takeaway in terms of you know, limiting yourself from setting ex- these crazy expectations or comparing yourself to others, letting that go, feeling happy and contentment, what would be a good way to, to sum up the episode? I think it's sum it up by one, become aware enough to realize when you are comparing yourself. Two, be get comfortable with reflecting on where that is coming from and taking time to reflect on like, yeah, where did that expectation like start and Mm -hmm. how can you kind of address it and then two if you're having or uh, I don't know what number I'm on but once you're um I was with you too and I didn't even okay keep going once you're once you kind of have figured that out or if you're having trouble figuring it out get some people in your life who are going to talk through it with you in a non-judgmental way and come alongside you yeah we can't do you don't want to miss out on your own life because you're worried about matching up to someone else's. Oh, amazing. Chef's kiss. <laughs> all right. Well, we are so happy you all joined us today. If you enjoyed listening to our unprofessional opinions and you'd like to support our podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, feel free to text DM them the episode, all the good stuff, and also leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh, we're all about growth here on Unprofessional Opinion, and we cannot wait to hear your thoughts. So if there's ever any you know, cool idea uh, or for an episode, or just you just want to reach out to us, feel free to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is unprofessionalopinion underscore. Um, also, yeah, any questions about the future show, anything you want us to answer, just feel free to DM us, but we cannot wait to talk with you all soon.